Welcome to We Have Fun. We back. Welcome to We Have Fun. We back. Welcome to We Have Fun. Welcome to We Have Fun. Generally The floor is yours. Yes it is. And the walls are yours. Yeah. But not this heart. Oh, wow. I thought that was the one thing I had. <laughs> really had to wipe that smug grin off your face. Apparently so. Uh, Don't say it doesn't hurt Gavin. Oh, sure. Gavin. Sure. Gavin. Hey. Gavin Newsom. Smee. Smee? Smee. Smee. Does that mean, does that make me hook? Yeah, I it, guess it would. It's a deep cut hook reference. Not that deep. <laughs> Skin deep. That's the paper cut of references. Anyone who's familiar with the movie Hook will understand. Or any any real Peter Pan shoot off. Yeah. I don't remember. Off shoot, if you will. Yes. Yes. Offset. Woo! Woo! <laughs> um, I don't remember. I'm leaving. The plot of Peter Pan. But I remember the plot of Hook. I don't think I've seen the entirety of the animated Peter Pan. I know there's an incredibly racist Native American scene. Yes. But well, that's just classic Disney. For it you. surely is, yeah. It surely is. I don't I, I know that I've seen the whole movie. I just I I know that it it's like one of those classic Disneyisms where they take out all the really bad stuff. Right. And they leave you with some other new bad stuff. Mm-hmm. Um But if I remember correctly, like Peter Pan's actually like a mass murderer. And there's something about the Lost Boys that they're like ghosts or something. Is that a, that sounds like a conspiracy theory? No, I well I mean I haven't read the book, so Oh, there's a book. There's the yeah. Oh wow, who knew? Who knew? Couple of, couple of English grads. Who yeah. knew? <laughs> there's no English professor that's like, alright everyone, let's put these chairs in a circle and we're all gonna do popcorn Peter Pan. <laughs> Yeah, but if we did, that would have been a great day. Oh, man. But, no, I remember crocodile. something to that effect, like, uh... Oh, okay. Tick-tock, tick-tock. Hold on, Peter Pan... That was my alligator. Crocodile. Peter thing. Pan... Peter Pan. Murder. Oh, it's me, Peter Pan. Peter Pan, child murderer, is the name of this. <laughs> is that, like, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter? Uh, should I read... The Vox Post or the Huff Post Post? Um, go Vox. Go Vox. Okay. Let's see. Um, when J.M. Barry wrote that the line about Peter Pan in 1911, all children except one grow up, mm-hmm. it is generally taken as the expression of a beautiful and melancholy fantasy. Children are so lovely and so innocent that it seems a shame that they have to stop being children eventually. Peter Pan... The boy who wouldn't grow up. You know him. You love him. Right. Is the expression of a dream that they may not have to, and as such, he is both beautiful and tragic. But in our own era, the idea of a child who never grows up has a decidedly sinister bent to it. It sure does. Uh, let me skim this so I don't because get caught. something that we be... Um, it's, uh, we're exposed to on a fairly regular basis. 
Peter Pan is killing kids. Peter Pan more like Pied Piper. Honestly, Peter Pan is a week old baby. Mine's week old, as in like he's only a week old, not like he's he's a frail old baby. When he leaves home, and he never ages past that marker, he believes. Look at this weak old baby. That's, 25! That's the greatest line in any diss track. <laughs> Insert name is a weak old baby. Uh, okay, hold on. Maybe we found the name of this episode. He believes that his mother will always leave the window open for him, so he plays gleefully with the fairies and the, whoa, and the birds without fear of losing her affection. I can see how birds would set off your radar. But when he's finally, when he finally makes up his mind to go back to her, he finds that it's too late. The windows are barred, his mother cuddling another baby. Don't you hate it? I do. Her love was conditional after all, and now she's replaced him. It's a portrait of Peter Pan that's mo- more tragic than the iconic portrait to come. Uh, da, 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 we are skimming this article. Um... He had to be, at least design-wise, had to be based off the Pied Piper. Uh, the yeah. hat is the same. Yeah, but they did make a claymation that was scary as shit about Peter Pan. I mean, they might have for all we know. That's true. The 70s were not kind. God, that Pied Piper thing is horrifying. Seriously, like, there's not an appropriate age to watch that one. Mm-mm. Mind mm. you, he was in the right. He, oh, 100%. He provided service. You kill those kids. Yeah, and was stiffed. So he... Well, did he kill them or did he just leave them off into the mountains? I think he killed... I mean, he killed the kids. Yeah. I think what's most disturbing about that is how no one knows if it's fact or fiction. Oh, yeah. Because there is, like, some evidence to be like, oh, something tragic did happen here around that time. Mm Mm-hmm. But no one really knows what it is. Guess we're just going to have to go into the Austrian mountains and see if we can find uh, a whole village of kids' bones. Oof. Mass grave. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I haven't got nothing else going on. Sunday mass grave, honestly. Gotta get in there before WW3 starts up. (laughs) Gotta get in there before W. Bush finds out. (laughs) Uh, Hey, who killed all these kids? And it wasn't me. Okay, here we go. I think we're getting it. The Peter Pan of both book and play retains the tragic backstory of Peter Pan, the little white bird, but he no longer is confined to Kensington Gardens. Now he has all of Neverland to play in, and the pirates to fight, and lost boys to play with, and Wendy Darling, and all of her descendants to transform into mothers to replace his original inferior mother. There's a lot of and in that sentence. I don't like it. He is no longer a tragic, weak old baby left to fend her for himself, but a gleefully delighted, strong, young baby of school-aged Sprite, forever crowing, oh, the cleverness of me. Same. He is, in short, no longer a sentimental Victorian tragedy, but an ageless fantasy, and the only true tragedy is that Wendy will inevitably grow up and thus cannot play with him and be his mother forever. Peter kills pirates and lost boys alike without remorse, but these are play deaths that carry no emotional weight with them. You get the sense that his victims will get up smiling and be ready to play again as soon as Peter turns his back. Hmm. Yeah, he's psycho. Who? Wasn't there a figure 
I don't want to say a father figure, but kind of like a mentor figure in his life. That kind of trained him. I mean, it was just like an older boy. Peter Pan or Barry, the author? Uh, Peter Pan. I don't know. Um, maybe I'm making that up. Um, I get well. I guess the original the book was called The Little White Bird. So we'll have to check that relationship. out. Mamie Mannering, The Darlings. Mm-hmm. Doesn't look like it's that long. Tiger ago. Lily. Maybe Tiger Lily's who I'm thinking of. Ah, yes, that's the terribly racist. Yeah. Thing. How? Yeah. Um, that was a rough one. Left to die on Marooner's Rock. Well, it's a rescue it's a by Pater. Gutenberg org thing. So, hey, that's public domain. Wow, baby. he plays not Peter Pan, but Barry. Yeah. He plays Tiger Lily and Wendy against each other. Ooh, girls. Where's Rufio? It's a crocodile. (laughs) That's not Rufio. Rufio's not the crocodile. Oh. Uh, The crocodile. TikTok in the Disney film. See, I was right about something. How about that? Is Captain Hook's nemesis. Sure is. After Peter Pan cut off Captain Hook's, I almost said Captain Cook, but that was a real guy. Right? Wasn't he a real pirate? I believe that was Blackbird. Beard? (laughs) Uh, look up Captain Cook. Captain Kirk? Cook. Kirk. C-O-O-K. Ugh. Captain Cook. Oops. Captain all Hook's times. hand in a fight and threw it into the sea. The crocodile swallowed it and got a taste for a hook. Hames Cook. Was a British explorer, navigator, cartographer, and captain of the Royal Navy. See, I was right about something again. Ew. He was born in Martin in Cleveland. Ugh. Cleveland. Mr. Smee. Mr. Smee. There are sculptures of Peter Pan. That'd be weird. Peter Pan statue in Kensington Gardens, London, England. London! Okay. Oh, that's disturbing. There's are weird proportions. Ooh, key. Got some games on them. <laughs> well, I wish you hadn't said that about a child figure, but all right. It's a statue of a fictional character. <laughs> He's just a boy, Kevin. <laughs> He's a weak old baby. Well, I can't argue that. What was the other thing? It was like also kind of an insult. I didn't address it as you were reading it, but it was something along those lines. Um, I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We sure. talked much longer about Peter Pan than I thought we would. Yeah. Considering I didn't think we would at all. That's how we do it. That um, is how we do it. Pietro. Now. That's his Russian name. Let's do this, Doug. Okay. Well, I have something fun to report. Ah, oh, we taking the GRE again? Oh, God, I wish. Mm. I mean, we'll save that for later. Okay. Do you remember my diatribe about the issues with movie theaters? A little bit. Well, I'm not the only one who thinks there's an issue with them. Oh? There's an article today via IndieWire. Okay. It collects blurbs of an interview with one... Edward Norton. Ed Norton. Who is quoted as saying, um, in an interview with the Daily Beast, Norton tells reporter Nick Shager that, hold on, I'm about to burp and I don't want to get into it before I burp. That's not what he says to the reporter. It's a very invasive interview. Um, He says, it's the theater chains that are destroying the theatrical experience, period. Full stop. 
no one else. Norton calls on moviegoers to be vocal about ensuring movie theaters are running projection and sound at top quality because in most cases around the country, they are not. He goes on. A lot of filmmakers and cinematographers that I know that have really started to look into this say that more than 60% of American theaters are running their projector at almost half the luminosity that they're required by contract to run it at. Okay. They are delivering a crappy sound and a dim picture, and no one is calling them on it. See, okay, is there more? There is. Okay. If movie theaters were delivering what they're supposed to be delivering, people would be going, wow, this is amazing. I did not get this at home. Well, I want people to literally walk into their theater and find the manager and say, if this looks dark, you're giving me my money back. Because I'm paying, and at the Arclight, I'm paying premium for a premium experience. That's true. Um, He said he personally witnessed movie theaters bad quality when he went to test screen his new movie, Motherless Brooklyn. Uh-huh. In a theater that was screening Captain Marvel. Uh, a filmmaker told the Daily Beast that 14 is the quality control spec the Marvel film should have been running at, but the theater was running the movie at 6.2 spec. Yikes. That mean- This is his quote again. That means it was literally running at less than half the light that was supposed to be on there. And he said, you want to train people, like, go get your money back. If the movie looks dark, and it was, go get your money back. I think we should rally around that. I really do. I want you to respond to that before I go on to the next part. Okay. I appreciate his stance. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that... Now, this, is a weird, this is a weird place for me because... You hate Edward Norton. I don't, I don't hate Edward Norton. It's like... It has nothing to do really with Edward Norton. It has more to do with the fact that as many movies as I've seen, I've had many criticisms about theaters. Mm -hmm. I can't say for certain that I've ever left a theater thinking that movie was too dark because of the projection. I don't know that it would be the projection for me per se. Uh I mean, the one, the movie that I always maintained was too dark was the last Harry Potter movie. Yes, okay, sure. Because I've always felt like you can barely see anything going on for the last third of the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, And I remember it being bad in the theater. And I don't know if it was... And I don't think I've watched it, like, at night Mm -hmm. without, like, any lights on or anything. So I don't know what it looks like on home video. Well, I'm sure if it's dark in the theater, it's... I mean, because think of... uh, What was that episode... Three of season eight, Game of Thrones, how dark that was. Oh, the battle? Yeah. Yeah, and everyone was griping about it. Everyone was which griping. I was like, this is more well lit than the last Harry Potter movie, so uh-huh. I was content. Um, yeah, honestly, if my. If, if his argument would have been like, the walls are garbage and I can hear all this noise bleed, mm-hmm. like, I don't want to be listening to Miss Marvel or Captain Marvel. Yeah. While I'm listening or I'm watching my movie, like, and, like that. that is an issue. If you're watching like a, say like a more dramatic movie, mm-hmm. and the theater on the other side of the wall is playing an action movie, you hear like explosions and shouting. Yeah. Meanwhile, it's like a quiet, like yeah. a quiet contemplative scene or something. It's like uh, yeah. I mean, outside of that, the only other issue I'd have is the fact that snow caps are like twelve dollars. I mean, there's other issues, um, but I. Th- it, it got me things like one of the issues I notice 
when I go to Cinemark over here, mm-hmm. is that the screens are just dirty. They are. No, they're definitely dirty. It's yeah. like... You you look at it, there's just like huge patches of like grime. Yeah, it's yeah. Like you can't see. Which how does that happen? Because nobody. I think it's just neglect. Yeah. Because everyone's like, oh, I don't want to clean that. I don't know how you clean that. I mean, you I would get like a broom on like a huge pole and just. Yeah, I would guess stilts or something. Yeah. So it's probably just like dust and dirt up there. Mm-hmm. Probably. Um, yeah. <sighs> there's like they used to have one. I'm trying to think if it was there. I think it may have been there. It could also have been Showcase Cinemas. Uh huh. There was a screen that like had an actual patch on it. Oh yeah, it was Showcase. And it was like you could. It was like a little square that you could make out clearly. Yeah, it's it was Showcase. Um, R.E.P. But it's like at the end of the day, what is it? Just like a huge. I don't even. What is the material of a screen? Um, I believe it's made out of silver. Right, the silver screen. You're right. Um, is it is it actual silver though? Actually, I think it's like a. Now, I, all right, I'm gonna look it up, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna say this first, just just in case I really am an idiot or, or not. But as I understand it, it is like a concrete slab. It's like a very hard surface. I thought that was behind the screen. Yeah, well, that's what I'm. It's like a very hard surface, and then yeah. it's like something is adhesed to yeah. it. Um, what? Are cinema cicadas? Cinema. Cinema. Classic piece of American. What am I trying to say? What are cinema screens made of? Made of. Characteristics. (laughs) Well, there you have it. They got moxie, those cinema screens. Silver lenticular meaning vertically ridged screens are made from a tightly woven fabric, either neutral, such as silk or synthetic fiber, um, are excellent for low power projector lamp heads and the monochromatic images that are a staple of early projected image. Well, we don't want that. Yeah, we want new stuff. Especially like those like super XD. Mm-hmm. All right, well, this is yeah. how stuff works. Dot E. Ooh, foreshadowing. E. Uh, if you go to a theater to see a movie, you're going to complain. <laughs> Chances are it will be projected onto a screen. They're, they're right so far. I mean, they're not wrong. I'll give them that. <laughs> a movie screen is made of heavy white vinyl and is categorized by the amount of light that it reflects. There are four main categories. Oh, child, we're getting deep. Oh, please. There's a matte white, which is less than 5% reflectivity. Black is very dark, gray to black, and the image is not very bright. Uh-huh. There's a pearlescent screen, Ooh, 15% work. reflectivity. Black is dark gray, and image is bright. Provides best overall contrast. So when you're picking your characters on which screen, mm-hmm. know that the uh, the goat too, the goat, if you will. Right. Pearlescent. Uh, silver, 30%. See? Hey, hey. Uh, 30% reflectivity. Black is medium gray, and image is very bright. Dark colors seem a little dull. Look at this guy. Wow. Not the not the sharpest black in the shed, if you know well, what I mean. Maybe that's the issue. You get rid of silver screens and the things will pop more. 40% or more reflectivity. Black is light gray and image is usually too bright, normally used only under special circumstances. Looking at you, Tarantino. Mm. So pearlescent is probably the most common choice for a typical movie theater to make a pearlescent or a silver screen. A re- now, is it... W- they just specified. Yeah. 
A reflective coating is added to a matte white vinyl. So either way, it's always matte white vinyl. Yep. So it looks like they're just adding shit. It's like it's definitely matte white vinyl. And then there's pearlescent or silver added over top of it. And then maybe glass beads over top of that. Oh, that's weird. That's too, that's, that's too much. I don't think most chains do it that way. I mean, it's interesting. I feel like that's pretty in, much more in-depth for them. Okay. Well, if you want to go a little bit further, it says that once you've picked your reflectivity material, uh-huh. there are three ways to present the screen. Either flat, horizontally curved, or a torex screen. I've seen screens with slight curves to them. I want to know what the hell a Torex screen is. Me too, but I wanted to sound educated, so that's why I didn't address it immediately. All right, so it looks like they're not just going to tell us, so I have to Google that. But uh, welcome to We Just Look Things Up For You, the podcast. Right. Um, Torex screen. I mean, people are learning. You're learning. I'm learning. I was talking to the people. Okay. How dare you interrupt my conversation? You're not people. With the people. You're a host. Um, When you're a host, you're the host with the most. And you eat toast, and if you smell toast and there's no toast, you're having a stroke. Yeah, I, 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 is it toast? I always Burnt thought... Burnt toast. I've always thought it was eggs. Mm, I'm pretty sure it's toast. Torex definition. I looked it up fairly recently. Torex? No. Symptoms of a stroke. What does Torex mean? I don't know. You're the one looking it up. Mm, what are the signs of Tourette's? <laughs> <laughs> what is Terex disease? All right. This How is do you spell it? T-O-R-E-X. T-O-R-E-X. Come again. Torex UTV. Yep, that's a that's a that's a brand of child's ATV. <laughs> um, this one says origin of Torex. Torex means thanks. T is for treat that you always are. O is for ornate. Nothing plain here. <laughs> and that's where it stops. Um, I assume they spell out the whole name. Let's look up Torex. Torex, not Torex. Cinema. 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 How stuff works. Oh, T-O-R-R. Oh, is no. it T-O-R-R? No, that's a torrent thing. Never Son mind. of a bitch. Uh, it's just, okay, I see the issue here. It's just trying to get me to download movies. Ah. Uh, is this, is, have we been conned? Cinema screens. Um... Okay, 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 hold on, shut up, shut up, stop talking. By curving the ends of the screen towards the projector, the distance traveled by the light can be equalized. Torex screens take this idea to the next step. Not only do they curve in at each end, they also curve in at the top and the bottom, creating a concave surface on a Torex screen. Light from the projector should hit all parts of the screen at the same time, evenly. Interesting. Okay, we're picking it up. I smell what you're stepping in. Toast. <laughs> um. Yeah. You remember when you go to like the Omnimax theater, and like the panels would become translucent, and you could see everything 
behind it, like all the speakers and mm-hmm. mechanisms and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It always stressed me out. I, you know what? The Omnimax in general always stressed me out. Yeah, no, for <laughs> sure. Definitely. Uh, I've been there oh, a handful of times. Um... My my only real memory I've I remember watching two movies in the Omnimax. Mm-hmm. One of them was about like bugs. Oh, that's a it's a big screen to see bugs on. It, it wasn't bugs. It was like real bugs, ants. Okay. <laughs> what what bugs did you think I meant? Like the movie, like the Pixar. A bug's life. Yeah. No. It was it was it was bugs. I don't remember exactly what it was about. So it was insects. Like, I was in like third grade, but it was about arachnids. Bugs. And then the other movie was the uh, the 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 it wasn't called the Mystery of Life, but it was like basically a, a reproduction of bugs. Of bugs. It was a movie about reproduction. Oh. On the Omnimax. Wonders of Wonders? Yes, the Wonders of Wonders. And it was like, this is the biggest screen we'll ever watch porn on. Yep, 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 yep. That was a horrifying movie. Absolutely horrifying. Yeah, and then you gotta then you gotta look your teacher in the eye after that. So you, uh, doing that, huh? <laughs> you freak. <laughs> Back, you devil! <laughs> There should yeah. just be like a, a representative of like a monastery and a convent there waiting. Like, all right, children, whoever wants to never have to deal with that. Yeah. Come on over here to the Catholic Church. <laughs> we'll just victimize you. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, hey, you've already been through the one thing in a day. That's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, uh, but the other thing, I've seen... I think I saw a documentary on dolphins there once. And another thing on Lewis and Clark that had a lot of like fly overviews of prairies. And like I'm just sitting there with my hands under the seat gripping the bar underneath because I'm getting like freaked out because I'm way high up off the ground. And I'm like, feel like it's like a helicopter show. You know what? I just thought of something. And then I saw robots. I just thought of something. Ewan McGregor. Yes. Who's the idiot? That called it. <laughs> Who's the idiot that called it a church instead of a prairie? <laughs> oh, it's a reluctant one, but there's the handshake. <laughs> oh man, did they know it? Did they, are there? There's no real prairies in London. No, not London, Europe. <laughs> Europe at large. Like I said, I started watching... I think there's a yard somewhere. <laughs> I think I started watching... No, I think... I, I told you I started watching Peaky Blinders yeah. again today. So that's why London was on the brink. Europe. I don't think there's any prairies in Europe. And the closest thing they have in Africa are savannas. And Asia? They have steps. They do have steps, but not all of Asia. No, all of Asia is a giant step. Well, in the wrong direction. Oh, boy. That's something. Hey, I'm going to keep going on with the Edward Norton thing. Okay. Um, all of his criticism. I just want you guys to know 
Yes. We stand with Hong Kong. Oh, yeah. And now you're in this with me, too. Yeah. Well, I was already. (laughs) Which means we're already better people than LeBron James. It's true. And I've been saying it for years. Because we would not dare tamper with the glory that is Space Jam. But we would absolutely leave Cleveland in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. I have. Twice. Ugh. Um, Norton's criticism of movie theaters came after his defense of Netflix. And here's his quote. Okay. If I disagreed with anybody, with great respect, it was Steven Spielberg. Okay, I remember this. Netflix invested more in Roma, Roma. theatrically than any boutique label at any studio would have by a factor of five. And it was a masterpiece. They put a Spanish-language black-and-white film all over the world in theaters. Hundreds of theaters, not just a few. As many as Sony Pictures Classics would have done. They put more money behind it in a theatrical context than anybody would have. You can't tell me there's a whole lot of people making black and white Spanish language films and putting that investment behind them. He added, There's a lot going on because of Netflix and what it was the vanguard of. That, wait, what? There's a lot going on because of Netflix and what it was the vanguard of that represents an unprecedented period of ripe opportunity for many more types of stories and voices to be heard and told and celebrated. Mm -hmm. It's incredible what's going on. Motherless Brooklyn coming out by Warner Brothers in theaters only. (laughs) Gotta get that ad in. Um, Not sponsored by Motherless Brooklyn. But if you want to. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If you want so, Bobo, we're here. Bobo. Just give us a call. Boo-boo. We miss you. Yeah. You I'm, don't write. I'll be sponsored you by don't call. Warner Brothers. Get that HBO Max subscription. Mm-hmm. Now, my gripe with theaters, it's along the same point as the one that he just spake. Yes. But... It seems to be there in cahoots with the Academy. Oh, yep. Oh, yep. Well, well, the Academy says you can't win our awards unless you are in a theater. Mm -hmm. Big Academy reared its ugly head again. Right? Big Academy. Big Academy. (laughs) Big Academy. And uh, I just, you know what? I'm going to say that's just not right, mister. No. No, it's not. Shake that knuckle. I'm going to shake my knuckle at you. Um, Give your real finger wag. Yeah, well, it's because, like... Hello. You'd be writing to ye. Oh, it's CNN again. Ugh, tell them to go away. Uh, we're recording CNN. Yeah, we're recording on CNN. Surprise! <laughs> we're running the debates! <laughs> what if... 12, Senator Harris, where do you stand on black licorice? 12 presidential candidates just walked into my family room. <laughs> uh, gonna have to pull up some camping chairs, I guess. <laughs> I just want Bernie sitting in your living room with like a beer koozie chair. They're going to pay for the health care. It's like, buddy, we're it's the MLB. Come on. Just hold off for a couple hours. We're watching Garrett Cole. Just chill out for like <laughs> 20 minutes. Yeah. It's it's the Strohs. He's going to be in and out. Let's just let's just focus on him real quick and it's, then you. It's the Strohs and the Keys. Strokeys. Oh, God. <laughs> Um, I'm I'm googling it. 
Strokies? No. <laughs> you might get strange I'm well, results. I'm familiar with Strokies, You Doug. might get strange results. I can't remember what Signs I'm talking about. Signs of a stroke. I mean... We're going to learn these people today. Mm-hmm. Symptoms. Oh, there are many. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there are many. Familiarize yourself. Muscular. Difficulty walking. Instability. Overactive reflexes. Interesting. Mm-hmm. You'd think it would be underactive reflexes. Since well, half your brain just stopped working. Maybe on one side of the body. Paralysis of one side of the body. Hey. <laughs> paralysis with weak muscles. So all of my body's paralyzed. If you're a weak old baby. <laughs> Problems with coordination or stiff muscles. Visual. Blurred vision. Double vision. Double blurred vision. (laughs) Sudden visual loss or temporary loss of vision in one eye only. Difficulty speaking, slurred speech or speech loss. Whole body fatigue, lightheadedness or vertigo. Numbness in your limbs or weakness in your limbs. Sensory, pins and needles or reduced sensation of touch. Are we really going with pins and needles as the the scientific term for that? I guess. Mm. Uh, facial, hmm. Ma- wow. muscle, muscle weakness or Those numbness. Some action. <laughs> also common: difficulty swallowing, headache, inability to understand, mental confusion, or rapid involuntary eye movements. So it seems like well, all of my ex-girlfriends were having a stroke. Um, well, Kevin, we don't need to hear about that. I want to know what do you smell right now? What? The cool air of autumn. Smell. When you have a stroke. That's already a Googleable question. Toast. No. There's a popular myth that smelling burnt toast is a sign of a brain tumor or that you've had a stroke, he says. Who's he? I don't know. If this isn't true, a stroke can affect any part of your brain, so it's possible that your sense of smell can be affected, but there's no particular smell that you will need to worry about. Hmm. Hey, man, if I smell toast and there's no toast around, I'm calling a doctor. Doc, it looks like I've got an overactive toaster. Couldn't think of the uh, oven, toaster oven. Oh, well, there's toast in it either way, so that joke wasn't... That, was, that joke was DOA. Dead. That joke smelling toast. Death of autotune. Who is this? Dr. Simon from the UK. You know. Oh. You know him. You yeah. love him. <laughs> Dr. P.I. Staker. Get out. <laughs> Alright, what were we talking about? Cinemas. Cinema. Cinema. Classic piece of American cinema. Oh. Okay. Um. Roma. Did that win Best Picture? No. What did? I just remember that was Oscar night was the night that power went out everywhere here. Oh, that was uh, so mad. Scent of a woman. No, it was. What a man. Guillermo del Toro fish movie. That was. I thought that was the year before. Mm. What year are we talking about? This past year. What year was that? Twenty nineteen. Best picture. Don't look it up. I'm the Google boy. I'm the one who... Oh, that's why I blocked it out of my mind. You will see once you see. Oh, is it because you hate black people? No, it's because the people that made that movie hate black people. 
Best picture this past year was Green Book. Yeah. Yeah, well, we didn't say that to the people. Oh, well. <laughs> Not for any context. I, I, uh, I, I looked it up, and it, the results came up really weird. Mm-hmm. And it was almost implicate or not implicating. It was in, in, am I having a stroke? Yeah. It was, uh, it made it seem as though the, the list of movies that came up were up for this year, not last year. Oh, right. So I didn't want to say it because I didn't want to be wrong, but uh, apparently that's just uh, inescapable. Well, I've been saying it. Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody should not have won Best Picture anyway, so... No. The favorite. Um, Have you ever seen the guy that wrote Green Book, though? Uh-huh. He looks like the kind of guy that just believes every stereotype of different ethnicities he's ever heard. Um, because he included them all in his movie. Maybe. I don't know if I necessarily... Did you see the movie? I didn't see the movie, but oh, I didn't know there was a lot of heat around it. Oh, Kevin. Kevin, where have you been? I guess I just don't where remember. Where have you been, buddy? January Buddy! Yes. Buddy! Buddy! Mm. Buddy, buddy. Um, I didn't realize that the main character was also queer. Yeah. Hmm. Who knew? Um, let's see. Okay. Valalonga, that guy? Yeah. Um, he's the son of Viggo Mortensen's character in the movie. Son of Viggo Mortensen? No, and he's not that lucky. Viggo. Um... Vallelonga. Nick Vallelonga. Yeah. Oh, he's a little meatball, isn't he? (laughs) (laughs) That is precious. He looks like his face got pressed up against glass. (laughs) (laughs) He he looks like a seal boop in a glass wall. That's what he looks like. All right, what, what kind of heat did you get in, Nick? Nick Valalonga. Nick Valalonga. I think he just got... He's allegedly an American actor. I don't believe it. Green Book writer defends film after family backlash. Um, oh, well, he apologizes for anti-Muslim tweets. Is that the same? No, different thing. <laughs> he's, he's just a problematic guy. Uh, all right. Well, let's see what this one's about. Um, he was... He's like tapped to write and direct something. Mm. So I see that one of the things that they're citing here is the fact that he never reached out to Shirley's family, the main characters. Right. Family, but as played by Mahershala Ali. Sure, Ali. That's what I call him. Surely, but as I understand it, he Kevin. had specific Kevin. orders. Kevin, what? It's fine. It's fine. I'm gonna wait an hour. We're good. Kevin's computer is about to restart on us. That's why I had a panicky tone in my voice. Calling it a computer at this point's a little uh, <laughs> real liberal use of the term. 
Um, but uh, as I understand it, um, the, the the guy, the original, like the real life person, like I guess asked the them to not reach out to the family. Which real life person? Uh, the the actual doctor Don Shirley. Oh. Like when he was alive, he was like, "I don't care if you make this into a story, but like, don't reach out to my family about it." I don't. I don't know. Uh, what. It seems like something weird that he would say to try to get himself out of yeah. hot water. That Nick Vallelonga would say. He was like, he only oh because he only wanted certain parts of his life included. He only wanted what he was told, and he didn't. I guess want them to. Fill in blanks or anything. I don't. I don't know. Okay, yeah. he wasn't talking to me. I don't have anything but, to do with this. So but. if you see the movie, um, a large part of it is mm-hmm. um, Vigo Mortensen's character, mm-hmm. the father of Nick Vallelonga, um, Tony Vallelonga, teaching la, 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 la. teaching Mahershala Ali's Don Shirley, Doctor Don Shirley, uh, to be black through black stereotypes. Like he, quote-unquote, introduces him to fried chicken, um, soul music, mm-hmm. and... Uh, there's something else. I don't know. I've locked a lot of that movie out. Yeah. But it just, like, when you see the guy that wrote it, it just screams like, oh, yeah, these would be the things that he would include in this story. Mm-hmm. Not actually, like... Not really a story of friendship, and it's not really like a white savior movie either. It's kind of like a weird perversion on a white savior movie. Mm. Yeah, I, I didn't. But it's just it's a it's a problematic movie. It did not. It wasn't even a good movie. Well. Like their performances are like okay. Um, I expected better discretion from both of the lead actors in choosing projects. Hmm. Um. But it's best forgotten. Yeah, I don't really have a whole lot to add. I know that uh, the only bit of media representation, I guess, that I got from it was um, Sebastian Maniscalco was on a couple of different podcasts that I listened to, and he was talking about it, and I don't know how he was involved in the movie. I assume he was in it. He is. But, uh, yeah, I don't think anybody really saw it as, like, gonna cause a firestorm so I don't know With I mean I didn't again I didn't see it I didn't I can't really speak to it it's a very Italian movie mm, that's all you had to say yeah moving on <laughs> um, um you had speaking points I did I have a question for you okay is everything connected uh uh uh, um, what does uh, does what is everything connected? Like in a spiritual way, or no, like no, a force in a literal way. Are you asking me about midichlorians, or <laughs> yes. uh, no, no, is everything connected, Kevin? I don't think so. No. Wow, we're different people. You think? Well, I looked at it this way. My example was, um. Let me see. I had a good one. I had a good one that I thought of before. 
Really wish you wouldn't. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think of what I had thought. Um, you mean they made us think our thoughts? We think we think our thoughts? Right. Yeah. All right. So look at China. I wish I wouldn't. Um, but so there are at least two major industries. Okay. Well, three now. Okay. Uh, it's very distracting what you're doing. Being, so we'll say clothing with Nike. Okay. The NBA at large. Okay. And then also, what was it, Blizzard? In the, yeah. In the video game industry? Yes. Um, all, all connected to the Chinese market. Mm-hmm. All in hot water for showing their allegiances. Mm-hmm. Um... The ripple effects that that causes mm-hmm. throughout the rest of daily life. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Trying to think. Trying to think. T-R-Y-I. Well, I think it's all connected to money, and China just has the most of it. Okay. Um, Expand. Well, I mean... So nobody... Oh, that's sad. I tried to look up examples for if everything's connected on Google. I typed in, is everything, and the first thing that pops up is, okay. Yeah, I figured that's where it was going. Well, all right, so the companies, I don't think, no matter what, you know, our fellow Republicans say, uh, fellow. Honestly, I said the word Republican, and it was like a lightning bolt just went through my brain. I forgot everything that I was about to say. Yeah, it happens to them, too. Um, shit fire. Uh, oh, right. No matter what Republicans say, uh, companies are not people. Mm-hmm. So I don't think companies really genuinely give a shit one way or the other on human rights. I mean, we saw Nike just literally almost a year ago to the day they released the Colin Kaepernick you know, right. do do you know make a stand for something or right. whatever, and then like a couple of days ago they were like, yeah, you know, we're not getting in the whole Hong Kong thing. So, um, clearly they're gonna do whatever they can to do for the most money, right? So, and it's the same thing with Blizzard. Most of when we've been talking about this over text for a couple of weeks now, yeah. That Blizzard's. So the the backstory here is that Blizzard. We, we all thought that they were going to release Diablo 4. And what they wound up doing was... They I end- didn't think that. Because well, I don't follow. There you go. Um, the ones that know thought that they were, gonna, wow. they were going to announce Diablo 4. But what they wound up doing was releasing a mobile game called D- Diablo Immortal. Mm-hmm. And the... Ironically short-lived. Right. Uh, now I'm pretty far removed. Like I'm a very casual Diablo player. I'm uh-huh. not an e-sport. I'm not an e-gamer to any extent. Experts. Okay. And um, so, like, whatever happens, happens. You know, if, you know. I, if I'm interested, I'm interested. If I'm not, I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. But I was pretty disappointing, and I pretty much just tuned it out. But I didn't realize that what ended up happening with these. Uh, Diablo fans was that it was basically the precursor to the season eight brigading 
that went on. It was like right. the CEOs and, and, you know, various, you know, what have you's and people of interest of Blizzard were, it was like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, land, sea, and air, just bombardment of negative messages. Mm-hmm. They couldn't go to, I mean, it's one, they can't not go to like Comic Con, but they also have like BlizzCon that right. is like their thing. And it, it got pretty ugly. And, mm-hmm. um, they just backed out of uh, something where they were going to announce something for the Switch. I don't remember. Overwatch. I Overwatch. Didn't see that. Yeah. They had like a. They were going to have a huge launch thing, and then they just backed out of that because Nintendo shut it down because they didn't want to deal with oh, it. Oh, sure. And why should they? Um, and I don't. Nobody's doing it because they care about human rights one way or the other. They're doing it because they don't want to lose their market shares. Right. And the, the, my original point was what I was telling Doug a couple of days ago was... I'm Doug. He's Doug. What I was telling Doug a few days ago is that yeah. if they lose the American market, like that's a hit, but it's not the end of the company. Hit. It's if they lose China. That's a huge... Because there's what? There's a billion people in China? More. More than that, yeah. Uh, at least a sixth of the world's economy is right. in is in the same country. Right. Um, how many people are in America? Three hundred thirty million. Yeah, three hundred thirty million, roughly. About which that. is you know, not a billion. It's not even half of a billion. No, it's just barely a third of a billion. I'm like really half a billion. <laughs> Jesus. So they're not too worried about it, and there's enough people on the fence, like one way or yeah. the other, they don't really give a shit. So less than that. Jay Z could give everyone in America one dollar and still be ridiculously wealthy. Yeah, no, sure. So it, it, I mean, the American market, while it is their home market, they're not really too beat up out of it. Now, the Chinese market, on the other hand, gigantic and pretty much, you know, they're in control. They're in pole position over there in China. There's not a lot of other PC gaming companies that are doing it like they are doing uh-huh. it. And, um, but how much of that audience is based in Hong Kong? Not enough for them to care, apparently. Uh-huh. So Hong Kong's pretty densely populated, though. It is. Um, well, I mean, the other thing about it is that it's a pretty much it's a lose-lose situation. I mean, like, two out of three Rush Hour movies are set there. Yeah. You, that is proper and good evidence for densely packed. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, so I guess the end of the day is that the way the the government runs China and Hong Kong as it is. Is it Taipei? Uh, that's in Taiwan. Taiwan. What am I thinking of? Well, Taipei is in Taiwan. What am I thinking of? Taiwan broke away from China. Uh, but China okay. doesn't acknowledge that they're a separate thing. Okay, okay. They're just being... They're just like an unruly child. Ah, right on. Okay, so anyway, the, and, the way that... certain the, governments uh-huh. around the world don't acknowledge Taiwan. Oh, uh, interesting. Oh, that's what the whole thing was. I guess, just before we get into it... Uh, so Taiwan's like the hipster Hong Kong. There is a Disney movie that a Chinese studio animated and they did not put in Taipei. They didn't put in Taiwan on the world map. Mm. Which movie was it? Yeah, uh, Bond It's one Oh, that, that new one? That's yeah. not Disney. I think that's DreamWorks. Is it Yeah, it is DreamWorks. Yeah. Um 
So there's that. Anyway, moving on. Um, Disney could buy China. Yeah. The way that... Um, you think China's got money. Look at Disney. Yeah. I mean, it's just the way that companies... So basically, the Chinese government controls the internet of China. Mm-hmm. So if you sell with the people, like that's great, but they're not going to have an internet to play your games on. Right. So you have to kind of go with the, the government... So that they have internet to play games on, and you just—it's a lose-lose situation for them. Right. But they made their decision a little too quickly. Yeah. And I know that even like employees—I don't want to say low-level low employees, but people who you know aren't getting paid—you know—fat stacks mm-hmm. are staging walkouts. Um, it's getting pretty ugly at Blizzard I, HQ. I think the issue was was, was how coldly yeah. they declared it. There was, like, no sympathy for what's going on to the people in Hong Kong. None. Yeah. Um, which, before we get into my refined version of my original question, mm-hmm. did you see the video of there's a lone riot officer trying to arrest a guy? He's, like, beating him with his baton or whatever on the ground, and someone's filming it. And out of nowhere, from the side of the screen, comes a dude, like a fellow protester, already in the air and just kicks I think the I guy, have seen that. like away I think I have seen that and then that. like someone else runs over and they kind of like you know like fight off the officer and then they get the other guy out of there the officer just stands up and walks away like I don't want to arrest him in the first place anyway <laughs> taking my baton going home but like the dude came flying mm-hmm. in yeah no I mean honestly all the uh, all the credit in the world to those guys mm-hmm. um it's been going on for a few months now. Yeah, and I mean, other... I think I saw they're riding in Iraq now. They're riding in... Ecuador? I want to say it's Ecuador. Yeah. It's a South American country. It sure is. Right on the equator. I think it's Ecuador. It might even be... No, it's not Cuba. Cuba, no. Cuba. I don't know, one of them. Uh, Wait, like they've been riding in France for a long time. France. Um, I don't know if you've ever if you've looked into that. There was an article in British GQ, I think, mm-hmm. about the uh, what are they? What are they? The yellow vests. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is. It is bloody in France. Really? Oh yeah. Did not know that. Um, did not but that. they use rubber bullets a lot, mm-hmm. and people are getting like hit in the face with them and like losing eyes. Oh yeah, that'll still that'll still do it. I mean, even um, and they're they're using s- certain type of like stun grenades mm-hmm. that people are still losing limbs from. Yeah, dude. Well, even uh, beanbag guns, those beanbag shotguns. Yeah, yeah. Those will really mess you up. I think I read, that's that's what they're using. There's there. a there's a thing I read about. Um, a girl was internally decapitated. Ooh. Uh, cause she got hit in the neck. Ooh. With a beanbag gun from like 20 paces. Oh, yeah. And yeah, like, she, and that's the thing, like, you don't know. Like, yeah. It's, it's an internal decap. There's no blood, there's nothing. You just fall down and you're dead. Yeah. Um, but, but the. Uh, luckily, you're, it's instant. Unluckily, you died. Yeah, right. So. Uh, it's pretty. About as unlucky as you can get. Yeah, I mean, as far as pros and cons are concerned. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a really good, really interesting article. A lot of graphic images in it. Oh, I'm sure. Um, 
Um, and just and just subject matter in general. Yeah, well, which reminds me back to uh, back to Hong Kong. Right. They uh, well, it was a couple weeks ago that they shot like a train passenger or something. Oh, when they um, the video of them like going on the train and yeah. just beating them. And then last night I was watching. I was on Reddit. and I was watching all these videos. And like when I'm scrolling, I'm not reading titles or anything. I'm just clicking on what looks nice. And I'm I'm watching this video of this. I guess she's a 15 year old girl, and she was like, "I'm 15. Like I shouldn't have, be having to deal with this right now." Right, right. And all this different stuff. And there was like six or seven videos that they found. Keep scrolling. You go into the comment section. I was like, "Why am I?" I mean, like this is obviously like good to know. Like the have, right. like an insider trader kind of idea of what's going on on the ground floor. Yeah. Um. And I was like, "But like, why?" Mm-hmm. And as it turns out. Yeah, well, as it turns out, uh, she was picked up by the Chinese military, Ooh. and they found her naked, dead in the ocean. Oh. 15-year-old girl. Wow. And I didn't get to that until I'd already watched all five of those videos. Until you'd already become... Yeah, pretty uh, like, invested. Yeah. Oh. I mean, even without, you know, the prior knowledge, just just that yeah. line is uh, it's tough to digest. Yeah, that's not good. So that's what's happening, you know, Uh, Mm -hmm. and that's, you know, next time you go to buy Nike, next time you go to support LeBron, next time you go to buy a PC game. Yeah, I'm keeping keep in mind they're murdering children. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not I've never I have nothing to LeBron. No, I've yeah. never been a huge basketball fan. Yeah, I always like be like, oh, I'll get into it. Mm-hmm. But I think I like the culture. I was a Wade fan anyway. I like the culture more than I like the game itself. Uh huh. Um, and for him, I don't know if you if you saw what he said. He said somebody was misinformed. Yeah, that he was like, oh, you like just didn't think before he spoke. It's mm. like that seems uh, rather. I don't think you did. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, uh, it sounds like you're talking with your wallet, yeah. not your heart. Well, I mean, at least uh, Popovich came out. I think it was Greg Popovich. I think so. And he was like, um, basically, we should have the the rocket should have never rescinded what they said, and LeBron mm-hmm. needs to keep his mouth shut. Oh, yeah, he's a real one. Oh, he's 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 always been a real one. Yeah, him and Coach K. Oh yeah, but that uh, was I gonna say. Yeah, I mean, honestly, all these things. Not a basketball fan. I don't really care at all about LeBron. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's a divisive figure, so I follow him so I can piss people off at the office. Right. But outside of that, I don't really care. Um, right. Then there's Blizzard, and I actually I got tired of Steam and Blizzard auto opening every time I reboot my computer. Uh. So I just deleted them. I uninstalled them. Like that was like four months ago, so I don't have to deal with that shit anymore. Valve is pretty cagey. Um, business things recently too, don't they? Valve, they're always weirdly like. It's just something about them that always is like funny. Yeah. Every really There's ever something since, going on there that doesn't smell right. Ever since Gaben stopped like stopped re, like readily making games, mm-hmm. it's always been like. There's just something a little like it's not enough that's gonna like affect quality of life. Yeah. And it, but like somebody's being put down. Mm. To some extent, I don't know. It's just weird. Like they were allowing games that were like freemium that were taking advantage of kids, like with their 
parents' credit cards. Yeah, yeah. And they would just, like, not screen games like that, or there'd be, like, pornographic games that were not labeled as such. It, it's, like, just uncomfortable things. It was, it was very... Um Irresponsible. Yeah, that's. It was never really like life threatening. It was never like really a gigantic issue. It was like you should probably be more professional about how you're handling yeah. this stuff. Um, but with those two things said, and I buy Adidas anyway, so I don't give a shit about Nike. Puma. Yeah, Puma. Really, I do like Puma. You like the Germans? I just wore Puma today. Actually, yeah. I am German. So no, you're not. You're Irish. I'm both. <gasps> That can happen. <laughs> Let me Google that. Um, but, okay. I did some thinking. All right. You're giving your big spiel. Yeah. Um, a better way to ask my original question. Oh, here we go. Reminder, it was, is everything connected? Mm-hmm. Um, in the manner of the butterfly effect. Okay. Your thoughts. Discuss. <laughs> The butterfly effect. Big fan of Ashton Kutcher. Um, he 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 lost me for a for a few years, but now he's back, and I like where he's at. The two and a half men years. Yeah. Um, but no, as a concept, a butterfly effect as a concept. I would say I don't. I don't know. I I don't give. I I don't really give those ideas a lot of credence, because. They seem too dramatized. Um, I know that I can... If it's inside my control, I know that I have the autonomy to stop and start at my own convenience. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that it has anything or any reliance on any general ripple effect of time and events. Um, I don't think that if I throw my trash away today, that will, you know, make some sort of seagull sick eating, you know, eight month old French fries from Wendy's. And then that seagull will, you know, shit in the ocean, which will make a fish sick, which will do something else, which will make a child sick and induce the next great plague in Europe. You know, I don't necessarily believe in all that. I think that the statistical chances of that happening are hugely slim. But, I mean, that is how things happen. You just don't want to feel guilty about eating French fries. <laughs> you fatty. No, I don't really... Um, I don't know. It just seems it just seems hyper-dramatized. Well, I think when you look at it like that... Yeah. When you're going from... When you really look at it. <laughs> no, no. Because no. I don't think... I don't think you're going about it the proper way. Okay. I think you're looking at it like the most minuscule thing can lead to an apocalyptic thing. Yeah. That's all what I'm talking about. Okay. I'm talking about, like, say there's, like, a minor inconvenience in your personal life. Okay. Um, I'm going to come home and beat my kids. That's weird. Minor inconvenience? And oddly specific. Um, but it's something that you can track to say foreign policy okay um like this trade war with china going back to china okay because all roads lead to china all right all silk silk roads lead to china yeah Um, rome rome is the new china well yeah china is the new rome but that's what you sit on um 
so like the most direct thing is clothing is getting more expensive. Yes. Because of all of these tariffs on sure. goods from China. Sure. Now, this is not a trade war that anybody wanted. Mm-hmm. Except three people in charge of the country. Right. But because it's all an ego thing. Yes. Everyone's life is a little bit harder, and your specifically would be a little bit harder just because of what someone, several, I guess, social classes and up, because they have a chip on their shoulder. Uh huh. Hmm. I don't know if I did a good job explaining that right there. Maybe. So what you're saying is a conversation that two heads of state have could possibly make it harder for people at the bottom. Right. Oh, yeah. And then the global impact of something, of this exact situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so a, you mean a like lot of, is, is all trade connected? Well, that's just this example. Uh-huh. Because then a lot of... American clothes, when they either go out of style or if they're not produced anymore, whatever, the leftovers go over into places like Kenya where you can get them for pence in, like, basically flea markets. Yeah. Um, but it's still, like, the actual name brand clothing. Mm-hmm. Which probably went from being manufactured for like five dollars a shirt to being sold th- after going through like three different markets mm-hmm. to maybe a dollar. Uh huh. So a lot of I know that this is not really what I should see as like the sticking point, but mm-hmm. just because it's on my head. Um, name brand companies mm-hmm. like Gap, like. Abercrombie, like Aeropostale, which is apparently still a company. Yeah. Um, like Hollister, Patagonia, pretty much any quote-unquote premier, whether you believe it or not, the title that gets mixed in with it is uh, premier. Uh, those clothes get destroyed mm-hmm. and not sent overseas to protect the brand. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying it is. So there's that in reality. But to answer your question, or rather to comment on your statement, um, <laughs> or to respond in some capacity. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of a better example. Um, maybe like. I don't know, because I, I remember that there was a commercial for an investment firm mm-hmm. maybe a few years ago that was saying, like, it's, this isn't for everybody. This is for people that understand how the fish market in Asia um, coincides with the textile market in Scandinavia, which coincides with the spice market in Southern California. Yeah. All markets are connected. Yeah. Um, is that what you're saying? I'm saying everything's connected. Oh. Um, I'm trying to think. So, So, I mean, I'm sure you could five degrees it. Yeah. And that's basically what I am doing. Uh Uh-huh. Like, all right. So, 
we went to mm-hmm. the same school that Michael Keaton went to. Right. So we should be just as famous as Michael, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton was in a movie in 1985 with Kevin Bacon. Mm-hmm. So we are two degrees separated from Kevin Bacon. Right. Boom. There you go. Um, but I'm trying to think of like a, a more dramatic thing. All right. Say there's say a band you like uh-huh. puts out an album. Uh-huh. Um, you don't like the album. Okay. You vocalize your opinion of it online. Okay. Repeatedly. Okay. And well, loudly. All right. Um, You're putting a lot on me. I don't do that. Someone, this is all hypothetical speaking. Yeah. Someone in, we'll say, Seattle. Mm-hmm. Loves the album. Okay. They were on the ledge. Such a Seattle thing. They they they'd been depressed for a long time because they live in Seattle. They were think well probably they were thinking about ending it all. Mm-hmm. This album comes out, speaks to them. Mm-hmm. They decide to give it another go. Okay. Well, you don't want to die in Seattle. That's Your sure. vocal reaction to the album makes it back to the band, mm-hmm. and it turns out you're not the only one that had that thought. Okay. They get self-conscious. Okay. Uh, their next album, they try to switch up the sound. Okay. That person in Seattle sees this as a negative. Okay. Um, it sees them as like this band that they admire, like selling out, listening to the few or whatever. <laughs> listening to their fans. Right. Um, How dare they? And then they're back on the ledge. Okay. Therefore, your actions, mm-hmm. because you didn't like an album, uh-huh. have put another life in jeopardy. Well, I see what you're saying. I have various retorts. I'm trying to play along. Mm-hmm. But it's just like that to me is in a similar scenario of people who play emotional terrorism and they say well if you won't hang out with me i don't know what's capable if i'm by myself i might you know just eat a bottle of pills or something and right. that is emotional terrorism and the 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 issue isn't that you caused this person to, yeah yeah because there's so many other factors that all right mm-hmm. they should be seeking help on their own right the the thing is there's the possibility that one action of yours mm-hmm could trigger that response from somebody else who you've never met before uh-huh or even spoken to it's just your 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 actions have reactions yeah it's almost like there's a lot of physics about that yeah it's it's a little newtonian um i guess, i mean i guess yeah there's always going to be variables and factors involved mhm but it's all a web Tangled though it may be, there is there are connections between Earth and. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. You have to use your imagination a little bit. Well, yeah, because if you don't, then you're stupid. I'm saying it. Uh, but yeah, I guess so. I think we're gonna revisit this in the future, and I'm gonna have better scenarios. Okay. We're going to invent scenarios. You're going to invent scenarios. Yes. Well, then let me hit you with this one. Okay. All right, here we go. Okay, here we go. Um, you boycott Blizzard. Okay. Enough people are boycotting Blizzard. Okay. The, the company takes a big hit. Sure. Financially. Sure. They lay off 
so much of their staff. Sure. So many members of their staff were the sole breadwinners of their family, or primary breadwinners of their family. Sure. Their families have to tighten their belts. Um, maybe they can't afford as many groceries as they were before, mm-hmm. as they could before. Um, literally tightening their belts. Sure. Um, rifts are caused in marriages because times are tough. Right. Families get broken up via divorce because they just can't deal with it anymore. Okay. Your boycotting Blizzard broke up families. Well, okay. So there's two things about that. One thing. I'm only boycotting Blizzard because their CEO... I know, I know, I know you don't actually <laughs> no, 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 get well, the money. Right. Well, what I'm saying is like in this hypothetical situation, there would be a reason you're doing it. And if we're going with the hypothetical situation attached to the reality of the situation, then the only reason I hypothetically would be boycotting Blizzard would be because actually the CEO of Blizzard is a giant twat. Right. So it's really the twat's fault. Is that a... That's not Bobby Kotick, is it? I don't think so. He's Activision at large. Yeah. Um, He's the worst. Yeah. He's in Moneyball for some reason. That's apt. Um, Um, And then I guess what was the other thing? Here's another thing. Yeah, I mean, I I think that's... it's a possibility. You could. I it's mean, a genuine possibility. The, the, so the, especially because that industry is so fickle as it is. Yeah, the chain of events is a possibility. I think it's a little short-sighted to blame the. So, oh, this is what I wanted. It to wouldn't say. be. It's not necessarily the boycotters isn't mm-hmm. the start of it. It's the CEO start. Right. What? He's putting his own workers at jeopardy. Truly, when he makes these, when he says and does these things. So what I guess what that reminds me of, but is... his actions cause your reactions, which create all these consequences for. Yeah, I guess what that, what that reminds me of is uh, back back in the bad old days when they used to fry people, uh, colloquially, tar and feather. Yeah, no, when they used to uh, electric chair people. Oh, that. Um, they would have... Is it, is it illegal to tar and feather people? It sure is, Doug. Asking for a friend. Sure. Um, it, what they would have is they would have uh, at least four, four or five different guards pull a lever, crunk, mm-hmm. and only one of them was hooked up to the actual... So that way it could not be on any one person. Right. They, they had no way of knowing which one was connected. Shared guilt. Yeah. And it, it uh, I think all four of them were technically connected, but they would break her three of them. Mm. So only one person was responsible, but there'd be no way for any of them to know if it was for them right. for sure. Now, I would feel like I would have the guilt thinking that it was actually mine. Right. But I guess in some way or shape or form, it manifested that a lot of them walked away pretty guilt-free. I suppose that's an evolution of, you know, the old headsman having to wear the yeah. the cow. So yeah, so, they were. I mean, if, if there's enough people boycotting a, a company, generic or otherwise, that they would have to start laying people off uh, en masse. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I guess the start of it would be, so... 
for this scenario specifically, um, protests in Hong Kong start. Mm-hmm. They start as a direct reaction of the Chinese government trying to take over more control of Hong Kong. Yeah. So the Chinese government taking more control of Hong Kong would be responsible for people in... Where's Blizzard headquartered? Blizzard North is in... Why do I want to say it's in Toronto? I mean, it might be. We'll say it is, just Uh for the sake of the scenario. The Chinese government trying to take over more control of Hong (laughs) Kong. It's in Irvine. So, there you go. All right, so the Chinese government trying to take over more control of Hong Kong is responsible for a family getting di- or a couple getting divorced in Irvine, California. Mm-hmm. Through that whole series of events. Yeah. Everything's connected. Sure. I'm saying it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, like you have to really follow the tree, but uh I think you just have to pay attention. Yeah. I think it's all about being, I don't want to say worldly, but aware of what's going on in the world and how the world works. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, even on a smaller scale, it's, I guess it's sort of like the idea that you as a person, mm-hmm. not, not saying the royal you, the royal you might not like politics talking about them looking into them studying them however um but everything that your life involves goes back goes back to that so you you don't have to actively participate in going to town halls and everything um you should absolutely vote but you should also be mindful of what you're voting on because a lot of a lot of parties and a lot of candidates predicate uh, well, you know, themselves on you not knowing what the hell's going on. Right. And big corporations count on that. Yeah. So, like... So they can seize more power. Yeah. Through lobbying. Boy, do we know how to party or what? I've been saying it. Um, I'm having fun. Let me hit you with this. I'm an academia nut. At, Trademark. At, <laughs> as a quick reprieve, uh, you, you know how Spongebob, uh, he ripped his pants in that one episode. Yeah. And it was great. Yeah, he did and, it several and, times. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. He had to keep reinventing ways to rip his pants to keep people interested. Yeah. Uh, isn't that just Italian food? <laughs> isn't it? It's a trap, but yeah. <laughs> it's all just spaghetti with more steps. It's true. It is. That's very true. And Italians <laughs> don't even like pizza. They don't. Because tomatoes aren't from Italy. That's true. They're from America. Margarita. 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 Eh, they thought they were poisonous forever. But, yeah. to be fair, the Reflex. English, the Eng- <laughs> the English, I believe, thought that lobsters were uh, roaches of the sea. Yeah. So they fed them to, to prisoners. Yeah. Real peasant you food. dumb, dumbs. <laughs> Meanwhile, the prisoners is there with a lot of butter and a huge pot of boiling. Oh, wait, right, well, you want to get some uh, tomatoes? Hello, <laughs> hello. <laughs> Lobster screaming in the water. Um, but yeah, yeah, there are other scenarios, but they get increasingly darker. Oh, I'm sure. 
Um, I'm not sure. Uh, what else can we drag up? Your talking point. I've I've dominated the talking points. They've been heavily you responsive. I am. F- I am responsive. Um, you're responsible. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. That means you're full of responses. Oh, no. I'm trying to get off the political topics, but there's just so much happening. Oh, it's like it's all connected. All right. Ah, ah, well, all right. Ah, I'm going to read this one, and then I'm going to keep going, so you'll have as much time to discuss this as it takes for me to move on to a new subject. Okay. Officer who shot and killed Atiana... At Tatiana. At Jefferson in her home charged with murder. So Good. They got him. Yeah. One less thing. One less thing. Now, will he be acquitted? Mm, track record says probably. Well, actually, he resigned. Yeah. So he's out. Yeah. He ain't protected. Yeah. But the chief of police or whatever said that if he hadn't resigned, he would have been fired anyways. Uh, well, sure. Um, also, looks like Sean Spicer was on Dancing with the Stars. Dressed as Woody. Mm, he sure is one. It's probably the best fitting outfit he's had in years. Let's see. On trending. Dem debate, dem debate, dem debate, dem debate, dem debate. Mayor Pete Tulsi, USMNT. Ugh, did they lay an egg against Canada tonight? Um, did they? 2 nothing. Or Dose Cero, as the Mexicans say. Oh. Worldly. Well, Mayor Pete and Tulsi Gabbard sticking it to Canada. Yang gang. Yang gang. Yang gang. Let's see what we've got here. Uh, 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 I've been full of them. Yeah? As you can see. As you can see, Taco Bell recalls beef. Well, that's going to be damaging to their brain. (laughs) All right. I want to click on this just because I need to know what it's about. Wheel of Fortune, Loveless Marriage. (laughs) All right. Let's investigate. Uh, Wheel of Fortune contestant goes viral after saying he is trapped in a loveless marriage. You got to see this guy's picture, Kevin. Does he look like he had his face pressed up against the glass? Um, not quite, but his name is Blair. Ah. Um, it's like a troll doll that got turned upside yeah, down. Picture bald Gandalf. Blair Davis of Cartes. Cartes. California. Mm, who would have guessed? Um. Uh. Host Pat Sajak asked Davis to talk about his family. And his response... I've been trapped in a loveless marriage for the last 12 years to an old battle axe named Kim. What do you got to admire is honesty. She cursed my life with three stepchildren, and I have one rotten grandson. Whew. Well, good for him. You know, whew. Here's something else. He said he was being facetious. 
Which did they, he say facetious? He did say facetious. Well, the article says facetious. Mm-hmm. So MSNBC said facetious. So here's something that I, I still don't quite understand. Um, Where do babies come from? And why is Peter Pan taking all of them? All right. Felicity Huffman turns herself into prison to serve college bribery sentence. Yes. Here is my issue. Not an issue. Here's just my misunderstanding. Right. I thought we were all on the same page with rich people buying their kids into expensive colleges that poor people would have to work very hard to get into. Yes. And not good. It's not good, but I thought we were all on board with that idea. Yeah. So I'm a little confused as to why when this comes out, why are you gripping yourself up? I'm a little confused as well, to why. I'm just paying thrown <laughs> under the what, bus. What's the underside of that bus look like? Um, I'm a little confused it's not great. as to when all of these celebrities were being outed as doing just that. Yeah. It was like a huge, huge uproar across the country. Yeah. I, I just like, obviously, yes, not good. But like, we all knew, right? Like, it was the worst kept secret. <laughs> Sure. And still, I, I just, I guess I'm just still a little bit, like, I don't understand the mass outrage of people being like, well, just how could they do that? Well, it's because they have money. Yeah. Must That's be how nice. they do that. That's like me and you have to work and we have to right. study and they have money. So they're afforded that luxury. Just like, well, how, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to equate with anything else, but like, right. Like, all right. So what it was Felicity Huffman that she and whomever her harem of you know executives and whatever they went through the the whole thing and like made her daughter a soccer player is that her or is it the other one that's Lori Laughlin okay is it Laughlin Laughlin I don't like that it should be Lachlan so first mm, all right no, this. It's, it's a GH so yeah I know Laughlin like cough or do you cock I've been known to do both um, don't set me up like that and expect me to walk away. What's, the, what's wrong with you? I'm more proud of myself than anything. <laughs> That's actually the longer I think about it. Um, the fuck, fuck. What was I, I just say? want Felicity right. Huffman to come out of jail after those two weeks with some sort of face tattoo. That would be very funny. But she's got a teardrop. I don't know. I guess the whole thing is like I, I just I don't care. Like I don't know why everybody else cares so much. Like yeah, well, they like, care because they want they want there to be punishment. Sure, but like it's realistically, it's one thing if everyone knows, but like you can't really prove it. It's another thing when you can prove it. I guess. And it's like all right, now you got to pay. I, I guess so. I, I just don't think that there's... I mean, it's definitely tied into our obsession with celebrity. Yeah, I, I just... I don't know that I necessarily believe that there's a finite... So I, I one, of the, one of the things that I have heard, because I've been asking periodically different, you know, groups of people, and, and one thing that I have been getting back is that, like, if there's a finite amount of admissions, one person is getting shafted that deserves to be in because mm-hmm. a celebrity has bought their child in. Right. And, like, I understand how that could be frustrating. That ruins a person's life, potentially. 
Mm-hmm. It's not a guarantee. It's a potentially life-ruining event that happened because a celebrity flexed their money. Right. And that's frustrating. And perhaps, yes, a, 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 a punishment is indeed uh, deserved. But, like, the carnival of cameras and all these different reporters acting like they just bombed a church. My issue with it is, where are the punishments for the schools? Well, sure. It's the same thing. I mean, not... It's like, like, all the focus is on the celebrities, but it's like, the schools were kind of enabling this. Yeah, 100%. I mean, if the option was never on the table... Mm-hmm. If it would have got shot down immediately, it would have saved everybody a lot of time and effort. Yeah. It's it, like if, like, in the case of Lori Laughlin, like, oh, like, yeah, this girl got in on all these athletic scholarships or whatever, but mm-hmm. she doesn't actually play for any team. Yeah. Like, you would have surely noticed that. Um, and we've seen her out and about, mm-hmm. and she doesn't have many athletic tendencies. Well, yeah, I guess her kid really, really threw her under the bus by putting all this all the party stuff up on Instagram and yeah, like never like, in class I'm it's, just here to party yeah you don't need to go to you don't need to be enrolled in college just she was party. going to like USC yeah um, which is like I mean of course it's that's such a USC thing yeah yeah it'd be different if like it was like bought, UC Berkeley or yeah, something like that I was gonna that. say if they bought her way into Berkeley yeah like, nope. or like Stanford or like a like not like a bad like a good school but like USC like, is like she clearly will stick out at yeah. these places and she'll yeah. get caught yeah I mean if but, I mean but as I understand like USC is like a, it's a great school but it's also one of the schools with like I'm just saying like when I went to IUP it's like the Penn State of California yeah like they weren't really Looking, they were basically like, "Well, can you afford it? Then well, come on in." Like, yeah. it, it's not it's like, like second high school. Yeah, truly. I mean, like, I don't know. Like, not that I'm comparing USC to IUP, but like, they weren't really too concerned about my test scores. Uh, you know, I don't think that they really. They were just like, someone shows interest. Yes, yeah, truly. Like, if you can afford it, you can you can come here, and yeah. that's really the American way. Yeah. Well, honestly, it is. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. You like, buy your passage to the new world to yeah, begin with. I don't know. Like, I'm not ha- like obviously, I'm not happy about it. But like, I also don't understand why everybody. I think it's like a small handful of people are upset, and then everybody else. Is like, maybe I should be just as upset as everybody else. Mm-hmm. It's definitely problematic. <sighs> I um, and I think it's just people are showing they're upset mm-hmm. as to be like. To put all the other rich people on notice. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, we're going to catch you. And that's fair. We're going to eat you. That's fair. America well, eats its babies. That's it what Tupac sure says. Yeah, we Peter Pan the shit out of those kids. Yeah. Those old, weak babies. <laughs> Please, Kevin. Weak old babies. Oh, they're weak old babies. Um, <laughs> those old, weak, weak old babies. Yeah. Well, then I would challenge that notion with this. We've got a couple of celebrities that we know of. I'm, obviously, there's many many more that have done this but we've got a couple of celebrities that are that are up on the on the stocks mm-hmm. as a you know as a show of an example what about all of the here I go with my my Bernie impression but what about all the the billionaire tax evaders right wouldn't you I mean you don't even have to argue you could probably look up statistics to prove this but they are doing far worse exactly for the American people by doing eh, sort of the same thing. Right. But who controls 
well, media companies. Yeah. Well, all right. And sure. who points the cameras at the celebrities? Yeah. To be. So I mean, it's a misdirection. It's like everything's connected. It's, well, you should have just let me keep talking instead of giving me scenarios. Um. Yeah, I've converted you at this point. Here's my question. Felicity Huffman's taking the fall. Mm-hmm. All of it. What about William H. Macy? What about her husband? How is he not in any way involved with this? You want to know how? Because he's a better actor. <laughs> he's allowed um, to get away with Kevin, it. Kevin, I've seen Jurassic Park 3. <laughs> Kirby Paint Plus. And something. <laughs> I don't remember the last part. I know as the bully kid from The Sixth Sense runs toward poop. <laughs> no, maybe he doesn't, he doesn't run toward poop. That's not so later. It, they run to the big fence, and that's the scene where the Spinosaurus is just like, hey! So, like, I, I heard every word. I heard every pronunciation of Spinosaurus. But for, like, a very brief second, I heard what you said and went, man, what if it was a Spidersaurus? And that's a very different movie. You put that phone down, you don't look up any pictures. I'm going to do it. I'm going to say, okay, Google. Oh, God. Look up up Spider-Saurus. I'm going to point it at you. I don't want it. It didn't bring up anything. Oh, my God. It looked up Spider-Soros, as in George Soros. Hey, who controls the companies? That's a conspiracy theory. I don't want to repeat that, actually. I'm going to edit that out. You're going to edit that out? I'm going to edit that out. He's, he's had explosives sent to him, Kevin. <laughs> I don't want to be a part of that. <laughs> it's much funnier than I thought. Um, from what I saw, it looks like a T-Rex in a Spider-Man costume. It's a Spinosaurus. In a Spider-Man costume. Oh, boy. Oh, that's lovely. Oh, man. I mean... Ooh, I just don't like it. I don't like the big eyes. Um, there's... In one of the in one of the Marvel comics... I think it's Old Man Logan. It's been a while since I read it. Mm-hmm. There is a... Ooh, that's disturbing. There's a T-Rex that got the Venom suit on it somehow. Mm -hmm. So it's a Venom T-Rex. Okay. It only appears in like one panel. I would hope so. So that's a spider source. That's puce. That's puce. I like it. That's what fuchsia looks like. You know what's a good word? Huh. Claret. Claris. Claret. It's like a... It's like a. I think you're thinking of clarinet. It's like a. It's like a maroon. Oh, burgundy. Claret. Yeah, it's like a burgundy. Claret. C l a r e t. E t. It's also a wine, but jug. Um. Oh yeah, it is. So the images that pop up have the subcategories of burgundy, maroon, fiesta. I'm saying it. Oh, there's also Pantone. Deep and Crimson. Fiesta Wear. Carmine. 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 Indigo. Color. And blue. 
There is very little agreement on what true indigo looks like. Oh, boy. There was an interesting Oliver Sacks interview with Radiolab. You know how I love Radiolab. Sure do. Where they asked him what he... I'm trying to think of the context. It was after he knew he was dying. They had an interview with him. Okay. Um, and I think they asked him, like, what... And this is... I'm struggling with the memory here. I want to say they asked him every day, what, like, the most... And the most beautiful thing he can imagine is, or if there was one thing he could see, what it would be. Mm-hmm. Some some sort of question like that. Some sort of hypothetical. And his response was true indigo. Mm-hmm. Because he had some sort of exposure to what he thinks might have been it in his younger days. Mm-hmm. And it, was, it like stayed with him the rest of his life. Interesting. Um, if Yin's aren't familiar with the story of Oliver Sacks, look it up. Read up on him. Wonderfully interesting human being. R.I.P. Sure. Um, He jokes because he he got liver cancer, and by the time they found it, it had spread to the rest of his body. Like dire cancer. But um, when the doctor told him that he had liver cancer, he got a craving for liver well I don't I think liver and the first and only person who's ever gotten a liver craving yeah well he was British you know what that actually does explain it <laughs> that very very few times that actually explain it that, yeah. but there it is Radio Lab is one of my favorite pods yeah it's a good it's a good educational interesting discussion uh, if I want to get educated I turn to the TV Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Tuberculosis. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> the TV. Yeah, I... All right, I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> oh, Jesus, boy. we just lost our only subscriber. Yeah. Me. I, I just unsubscribed say. from my own yeah. podcast. Are you still going to show up to record it? I guess I have to. <laughs> but I'm not going to be happy. Contractually, chained to the radiator. I, I'm not going to have fun anymore. <laughs> it's just called Doug Has Fun featuring Kevin. <laughs> Doug Has Fun and Kevin watches. <laughs> we'll make that video sometime. <laughs> That's good. Write that down. Scribe, write that down. Well. Oh, boy. Yeah. Boy. Um, what else is there to talk about? What do we talk about when we talk about Doug? That's a loaded one. That's the start of a whole new podcast. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. There's not a really. Uh... I mean, we're sitting pretty at almost an hour and forty. We are, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not going to be upset if we turn it off. No, I think we've covered a lot of ground tonight. Yeah, we talked about Hong Kong for a long time. Yeah. Long Kong. Long Long? Long what, Kevin? <laughs> Ugh! I said what I said. Alright, well then, I guess the only final question I have for you is, did you have fun, Douglas? Oh, I did have fun, because yeah. I had an introspective conversation with my good buddy, Kevin. Oh, that's nice. 
I hated it. I hated every <laughs> second of it. You put me on the spot. I didn't like it. Very uncomfortable. A very warm seat that I'm sitting in. Um, no, I had fun. You know, the, the, the first... I find that the first hour moved very quickly. Yes. Um, so, you know, that's always a good sign. Right. We were talking about Edward Norton like an hour and a half ago. Yeah. So, um, I guess at some point, you know, I don't know what episode this is going to be. Eight or nine, maybe. Whatever it winds yeah. up being, if we haven't that. gotten um, direct message questions yet, if you haven't gotten us on Instagram or Twitter, um, you can do that. Um, I want to say we'll do our best, but we're probably not even going to screen the questions. So just uh, ask away. We're just going to be excited to get responses. Truly, um, do that. Uh, send us send us talking points. Yeah, send us talking points. Otherwise, you're just going to listen to us wax po- uh, political again. Be like the GOP. Be like the White House, and accidentally send us your talking points. That's yeah, a good one. On yeah, multiple occasions. But if it's about Ukraine, I can't promise uh, anything lively. Yeah, you hate the Ukrainians. So, uh, no one... This is me putting Kevin on the spot. No one hates the Ukrainians, except our government. (laughs) Uh, And really, what do they matter? So, we, yes, send us your... Ukrainians are our government. Slide into your... Slide into yours and our DMs. Yeah, send yourself something. It's nice uh, to get mail. You know what? Treat yourself. And, um, you know, more importantly, like, share, and subscribe... Yeah, definitely subscribe. And um, I guess that's the end of our show. <laughs> I don't know. That was a surprise ending. Yeah, for... Uh, that's it. No, there are no more after this. Um, yeah. <laughs> series finale right now. It's the series finale. Uh, for We Have Fun, I've been Kevin. I am always Douglas. He sure is. And thanks for listening. Yeah. I guess. There will be another one. I'm I'm just joshing you. Yeah, you're not gonna be rid of us that easy. I'm just joshing you. Alright, fellas and lady fellas. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.